0: Hey guys, Michael here with WVS. Hope you're having a great week, great day, all that kind of stuff. I know I am. I want to talk to you guys about value. Uh, This is one of my six-figure tips that I'm going to be kind of rolling out over the next few months. Uh, These are the six-figure tips are really they kind of were born out of this goal I had. You know, actually, not just a few years ago, but well before that. and I I achieved it a few years ago, which was making a hundred thousand dollars more a year or more, right. Breaking through that six figure barrier that everybody seems to be trying to break through. Um, I I was lucky. Well, I don't want to say lucky, lucky, you know, luck really had nothing to do with it. I was persistent enough to finally get to that point. And after I did that, I was kind of reflecting on some of the lessons I'd learned, um, over you know the long journey towards that t- towards that goal being achieved um, and kind of like trying to figure out what are the things that really that really helped me um, achieve that goal and one of those things is this concept of value, right your clients want value so give your clients value. Uh, You might've seen this on the Wedding Videography School uh, Instagram feed. I posted this a couple days ago. um, And I didn't really expand on it all that much. But today, that's what I want to do. I will say this. Clients will pay more for convenience and perceived value. Okay? They don't want to be nickeled and dimed. Honestly, when I say that, I'm... Of talking to people that use an a la carte pricing method or do a lot of upselling, right? Have like a really crappy base package and then like rely on add ons to like sell and make money. Um, I'm just not a fan of that, and I know I might ruffle some feathers, especially if you're out there doing things like that. Like, I'm not saying it's wrong or it's bad. I'm just not a fan of it, and I don't think it works all that well. The reason I think that is because my clients, when they book me, they're like, we're just so glad we found you because everybody else wanted to charge us extra for all these other things um, but you are you keep your prices super simple you keep your packages super simple like you make everything like easy to understand so people are actually willing to pay me more um, because of how I've developed my packages right so when you're looking to figure out your pricing and packaging what you want to do is you want to develop a really good base package and charge for it. Um, you know, for a long time, and I, I still kind of lean towards this a bit, so I'm not I'm not totally dropping this idea. But for a long time, I made my base package like kind of crappy, um, and I my goal was always to push people to my middle package, right? And I had a high end package too, so I had three total packages that people could choose from, um, you know, and I had this base package that was just kind of like eh, whatever, um, and I really wanted people to buy. The middle package, but what would happen is people would just keep buying the base package, and some people would buy the middle package. And every once in a while, like somebody would buy the high end package, but honestly, like most of what I was doing was the base package. And I thought, hmm, well, this is weird, like, I don't want to make the base package worse just to push people into the middle package because then I'm going to get be getting rid of a ton of clients that way right so what I decided to do was I actually decided to make my base package better right so that good uh what what's that like saying in in marketing it's like good better best right that's the model I had I had a except my good was like kind of crappy right and so What I wanted to do is I wanted to go from crappy, good, awesome to good, better, best, more of a model. And that really, that really helped me. So I basically told myself, you know what? I'm going to pretend like every client next year is going to book my base package, right? The cheapest thing that I offer. But I want to make over $100,000. So how much do I need to charge for that base package in order to do that? Uh, And I realized, you know, I was going to have to charge only like 500 bucks more in order to do it let's say I book, and I think I was going off the premise that maybe I'd like book like 30 weddings, right? And we'll talk about how people don't really want to book 30 weddings. Uh, I mean, I do, but a lot of people don't. And I'll I'll kind of talk about that in a minute. But when you develop your package, I say, do this, make a really awesome base package, right? And just bet on 90% of people booking that. And then from there, you're going to know exactly what you want to charge, right? Because you're going to say, here's how much money I want to make this year. If your goal is to make $100,000 um, and you want, you're want, you willing to shoot 30 weddings, all you have to do is divide 100,000. I'm going to do it right now with my calculator by 30, right? So you need to charge $3, $3,333 per base package, right? And you're going to hit your goal. But I know what some of you are thinking. There's no way I can charge that much for my base package. Well, what do you need to do? You need to make that base package. Awesome. And if that means taking your premium package away, taking your mid-level package away, right? Maybe you only have one package. I'm not against this idea at all either. Maybe you only have one package and that's the only thing that you sell, but it's 300 or not 300, it's $3,333, right? For example, fine. Um, Go out there and shoot that 30 times. And guess what? you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars and it's totally doable. The way you get 30 people to book you is to make that base package. Awesome. Um, people are going to be willing to pay you a little bit extra. I know you probably have competition out there that's like, Oh, I start at $2,500. Come book me. But guess what? Those people at $2,500, I, I can almost bet you Uh, I, you know, I don't know where you live. I don't know your exact circumstance, but I can bet you that they're probably charging extra for add-ons or upsells or travel or whatever. Um, Quick note about travel. One of the things that I do is I actually keep a few different versions of my price sheets. Um, So for example, I have a price sheet that already includes travel, right? I get a lot of requests for mountain weddings and I already know how long it's going to take me to get to the mountain. I already know, uh, that it's going to cost me an extra 500 to $750, um, for lodging for two nights so that I can get up there the day before and get my drone shots and then stay the night of the wedding. Cause I don't want to drive back like super tired, you know? Um, so I already know what that's, that's going to cost. So whenever I get a request for a mountain wedding, I send them the price sheet that already has the travel and tax and all that kind of stuff built in. That way, when they write me back an email and says that says, "Hey Michael, this looks pretty good, but we're worried about, you know, travel. How much extra is that going to be?" Like I can almost hear them saying that, right? Like, um, this is great, but the travel, how how does that work? <laughs> like, you know, like I can tell they're almost afraid to ask because they know it's going to push them over budget. And when I write back, travel and taxes are already included. There are no additional fees. Bam. That's it. They are books. Like I, it works so, 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 so well. And they're super happy. I'm super happy. Um, you know, and life is good at that point. And I can't tell you how many times people have booked me because I make my packages super simple and include a bunch of stuff and don't try to do the a la carte things. I listen, I've tried to do the a la carte things in the past. I've tried to do the upsells in the past. I tried charging for extra for like uh, drone stuff and yeah, Every once in a while, people would pay extra, but most of the time, they just leave and find someone who was including everything in a package, even if that package was more expensive than me, right? So for those of you who are like, I don't want to include everything because then I got to give them everything, man, and then I'm making less money. No, you're not. You're not making less money. You're charging more for your base package. You're going to make more money. And some of you... Uh, (laughs) here's the thing. And I'm not picking on anybody either. I want everybody to know, uh, I'm definitely not picking on anybody. It's just, you know, I, I, it kind of makes me upset when I have videographer friends who are better than me. Like they're making wedding videos that are awesome. Like, I honestly think they're way better than mine. I know people are, are super talented who are just barely getting by. Because they book ten five thousand dollar weddings, right? You know, so they're making fifty thousand dollars, but they have a family of four to feed, and so they're just they're just getting by, you know. And then what happens when a camera breaks or you need a new lens, right? If you got to spend three thousand dollars on a camera, um, let me do some quick math. Where's my calculator? I'm gonna tell you exactly what percentage of income that is. Three thousand. You know, let's say you need to buy a new DSLR, right? And you make fifty thousand a year, shooting your uh, ten weddings at five thousand dollars each. So that's you're going to spend six percent of your income for a whole year to buy a new camera. If if you need to buy a new camera, which eventually you will, right? That's crazy. You're going to spend six percent of your income on a camera, right? So some people are shooting these higher priced weddings. Right. And I'm not saying drop your prices down to a thousand dollars and go shoot a hundred weddings. That's stupid. Cause good luck with that. I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm, it seems a little unreasonable to me, but you could try, but you know, we got people out there shooting $5,000 weddings that are just barely getting by. I think that's so ridiculous. And it honestly, it makes me kind of mad because some of these people are my friends. <laughs> so, um, what I do is I develop a workflow okay, that gets the package, my base package edited and completed efficiently, right? So I've actually come up with a workflow where on day one, I do this. On day two, I do this. On day three, I do this. On day four, I do this. And on day five, I do this, right? So the first thing I do uh, is I convert all my footage right? I usually do that on a Sunday night. I'll download and convert the footage. I'll do that on a Sunday night. And then the next day I'll edit the ceremony, right? The next day I'll organize all the footage. The next day I'll do a base edit where I get my music down and I get my sound bites all laid out where I want them. And then on uh, the next day I'll do um, the final, like I'll put all the B-roll Over it and do the color grade, right? And that's it. So, day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. Five days, I've pretty much done a whole wedding. And I've noticed that sometimes I can actually do the ceremony edit and organize all the footage on the same day. So, all of a sudden, the amount of weddings that you're shooting becomes less important, right? I know a lot of people who are like, I shoot 15 weddings a year. I know a lot of photographers too that are like, I'm only going to do, uh, 15 weddings next year. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Well, what do you charge? They're like, I charge (laughs) $5,000 and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. So they're grossing $75,000 a year, but guess what? That's not nearly as much as me. And it takes them a decent amount of time to get those weddings done right? I know photographers that take longer than a week. They'll spend more than a week editing uh, a whole wedding. So, you know, people will say, well, Michael, you're doing way more work. Mm, So of course you're going to make more money. But honestly, that's not true. I know videographers who have shot weddings three months ago that don't have their stuff done. And I have my stuff done from three months ago. Remember guys, develop a workflow that gets the packages um, that you offer edited um, really efficiently. And all of a sudden, your 15 max limit that you impose on yourself for no reason is going to seem so silly. It's not going to matter nearly as much. I want to challenge you guys to rethink how many weddings is a lot to you. Um, you know, one of the things that <laughs> this kind of comes up at every wedding during meal time, where I'm chatting with the photographers, i will always ask how many weddings uh, did you are you doing this year? And you know last year I did 36 weddings and their mouths always kind of like drop open like, oh my God, how many how do you do 36 weddings? That's crazy. And I'm like, eh, I got a really good workflow so I can typically get a project done in about a week. Um of course I mean they add up over the summer so I'm not delivering those projects to my clients within a week but the um, the actual amount of time that it takes me to do a project is a week. And I explain that to them and I ask them, you know, how many how many weddings are you doing this year and they'll say 15 or 20. Like that's a pretty standard number that I get. Um and that's fine, but when you're only charging, you know, three thousand four thousand dollars a wedding you know it's it's not that much right if you're charging three thousand and you're shooting 20 weddings you're only gonna grow sixty thousand dollars which is fine if you're single but what if you have a family you know sixty thousand um you know per person or like divided among four people it's it's really not that much um and for those of you who who want to have a family or are thinking about getting married or thinking about the future. Like this is something that you want to consider. Like 60,000 might sound like a lot, but once you got a house and a kid and all the kind of responsibilities that, that come along with having a family, um, you know, money, your perception of what $60,000 is, is really going to change. Um, so you want to, you just want to have that in the back of your mind. Um, you know, my goal this year is to shoot 40 weddings. I don't know that I'm really ever personally going to go over 40. Um, just because I don't think it's going to suit my particular lifestyle. I have a wife and a kid. Um, definitely if I was in my early twenties and I wasn't married yet and all that stuff, I would definitely shoot more. I would shoot as many as possible. I would absolutely shoot as many as possible. And if that meant that I shot like 55 weddings, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Um cuz at the end of the day, it's really fun to have money. <laughs> and I know what it's like to not have money, and I know what it feels like to live paycheck to paycheck, and it's not something that I enjoyed. I don't think it's something that most people enjoy. Okay, guys, so in summary, remember to give your clients value. It's what they want. It's what they need. It's what they love. That could be a song. Somebody needs to write that song. Uh, I don't think it's going to be me. (laughs) Uh, Clients will pay more for convenience and value, right? So make your packages super simple. Give them everything that they want right? In that base package, it will really impress them. And then price that package how you want it to be priced. Don't be afraid to charge what you want for that base package that has everything they want and nothing they don't. And remember, don't nickel and dime people. They don't want to pay extra for drone footage. They don't want to pay extra for, um, you know, a 60 second Instagram video or whatever, like just develop a really cool package that people want. And then most importantly, maybe not most importantly, but as equally important, develop a workflow that gets the package edited and completed efficiently. Right. Um, that's, that's what I was talking about with day one. We're going to, we're going to convert the, the, the footage. Day two, we're going to edit the ceremony and organize all the footage. Day three, we're going to do a base edit. Day four, we're going to, um, you know, like, like, like that kind of system. It's super, super important. And it's how I did 36 weddings last year. And it's how I got them all delivered within 90 days. Um, you know, if you can do that, it's going to make you know, this idea of shooting 30 or 40 weddings a year, not seem like that big of a deal. Um, And lastly, I want to challenge you guys to rethink how many weddings is a lot to you, right? I get so tired. I get so tired. Like I just want to meet one photographer or videographer who's like, Uh, yeah, I'm going to do 36 weddings this year. (laughs) Like, There's no reason you can't. Don't be afraid of a little bit of extra work to almost double your income. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. I'm proud to present to you the Big Ten Course. Within this course, you will learn the answers to many of the questions new wedding videographers face when starting their businesses. Questions like, how should I legally structure my business? What should my contract look like? And how do I protect myself from potential lawsuits? What should my packages and pricing be? How do I make sure I'm doing my taxes right? What about insurance? Do I need it? And if so, what kinds? How do I book new clients and get them to rave about me? And how do I manage all the invoices, deposits, and contracts for my clients? It seems like a lot of work. In this presentation-style course, I will teach you all the basics and even some not-so-basic strategies to building your wedding videography business. I've included an audio version of this course as well for those of you who prefer to take the lessons with you. So if you're ready, head over to WeddingVideographySchool.com, click on the Resources page, and select the Big Ten.